Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Kiss and Tell podcast. I am here with my amazing, beautiful best friend, Indigo Courtney. She's going to be my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I'm so excited. Me and Ethan have been talking about this podcast forever, so I'm glad we're really? finally doing it. We were just yeah. talking about that on the way over. It's like you always talk about so many things and we're doing it. Yeah, we were like, there's not much of us out there yet. So we're like, how do we like build a, our character a little bit without like overloading and We'll just like give a base knowledge and honestly, character development development is like the best part. So we're going to like, you'll learn a lot about us as it goes on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had a hectic day. We, um, I would love to tell you guys what really yeah, happened today. You can't really get into that, but, but I won't be talking too about controversial, that. <laughs> but, and we both go to the same school. We live in Atlanta We've known each other for like a year and a half, I think now. Okay, but the way we met is like a little funny because we live in the craziest apartment (laughs) in Atlanta. Um, Like, that's just like a whole thing we're gonna have to get into. I know. But um, we met. Yeah, we'll have to get into the apartment. But, anyways, welcome to the Kiss and Tell (laughs) podcast. We're getting started. We're opening a bottle of wine. Um. I'm so, excited. I kind of need this wine. I need a little. Yeah. So, look at Ethan's cup versus mine. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Um, so I want to just talk about like the way we met because I feel like that's a good starting point. So I'd been living in the apartment building we live in for I think like I don't even know not that long, and I was just getting used. Wait, to, how long have you been living there? Like probably close to two years now. I think. Like you. Okay. And, and, um, I didn't like, no, I don't know. I didn't know we went to the same school. I'd like never seen you, mm-hmm. but I remember like, I have memories of like seeing you just like walking around the building and like really? doing stuff and like, doing what? I just remember being like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Like her outfit and like everything was just like so good. And, um, so I just remember like, I'd seen you around, but like, I don't really remember much, but one day there was like a fire drill, some like guy burnt a quesadilla in his like <laughs> his microwave and the whole building had to evacuate you think it was the drunk dad who knows there's like a lot of spectacles there's like a drunk dad lots of bbls popping throughout the building and the just, bbl building yeah so um there was like a fire drill and i was going down the stairs and i live like a few floors above indigo and then i'm passing her floor and she like pops her head out and she's like oh my God, is there like actually fire? And I'm like, get your animals. We're going, come on. And I and just like, like <laughs> see this like precious guy running down the stairs with like a beat face, like amazing chihuahua outfit, chihuahua with like a pearl necklace on <laughs> telling me I need to like rapidly grab all of my stuff. Mind you, this building is like full of story characters. Like we, so I don't know how into. to explain like the people that are in this building. Like for example, like I see Ethan with like his chihuahua and like, the next day I could just see like, I don't know who else lives in our building. The There's drunk dad. So we have a whole many. list. Your neighbor is my like a neighbor, rapper, drug a, dealer. Oh. Like just so much going on. My the neighbor. cartel just moved in across the, like literally across the hall. I'm like, but they're like nice. Like I just don't Ethan care. Next like, to the cartel. Do what you have to do. Don't bother me. Um, but. And I, I frequently like, oh my God. Oh no. The man that lives on the 24th floor. Hmm. If oh the mine the guy that moved down near me yes, now. Yes. You have to tell the story. So I'm not from Atlanta, so like <laughs> everything that I know about this place is to be very skeptical about like the people that I meet and the people that I'm around. So I met this guy in the elevator. Well, I'm not met this guy. I was in the elevator and he was asking me if I wanted all these plants. And he lived in like a penthouse. And he lived in the penthouse. And immediately I'm like, red flags are going off in my head. So like, what do I do? I go and get the plant. So like, I go into his apartment and he just turns out to be like the weirdest like the scariest type of vibe. I don't know. He just has a very, he's older. He's like 40. Why went into the apartment to get the plant beyond me? But like me and Ethan always see this guy like with different escorts, different girls, but like 
that's not the issue. The issue is that Ethan can see him from his apartment and he will sit there and like, what does he do? He like stares and he was like a creep. Like it was really (laughs) weird. Like Indigo, like how to escape his apartment. I've never, I honestly like when people say like they fear that they've been or like their fear of like getting essayed. Yeah. You don't really like you feel bad for them. You feel like, oh, that, that must be really scary. But like I'm until you're like actually in a situation yeah. where you really think that like. Like, I don't yeah. even know. Like, it's a really you scary had to like get thing. out. It's so scary. And yeah, then really I don't scary. know, like he maybe like uh, people in our building also move around a lot, like different floors. Like he moved from a penthouse yeah. to the floor below me. Sketchy. And my windows look right into his. <laughs> And I always just see him like pacing in circles, like where my windows are, my dog eats. And I always am sitting with my dog and like letting him eat. And I'll just see him like walking in circles like so much. I'm like, he's like not right. Like something. Right. He's actually one of the scariest. Crazy happened. Well, you are on new medication. <laughs> I want to talk about oh that. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like we get to yeah, catch up finally. You, she, I don't know. You're just kind of spiraling a little, just like. A little. Yeah, and I was like, it's always worth a try. Like, people talk about, like, antidepressants and, like, anxiety meds, and I have, like, such bad anxiety myself, and you have, like, it's just a thing, and I, mm-hmm. I've never tried, like, medication to help it, but I was like, Indigo, you need to try, because, like, you were yeah. literally worrying all of us. Like, it was, like, yeah, that kind of thing, and um, you ended up finally, you got into therapy and on medication, which is, like, so good, like, to try and just, like, see where it goes, so how... How do you, are you noticing? Because you started the medication like four days ago, right? Okay. Well, no, I've been on the medication for like a week and a half and it's going to start showing. Okay. Well, I'm going through a very crazy period in my yeah. life right now. So I was already really going through it. And then um, I think I hit like the darkest point of my like a really, really dark point. And then I was like, okay, I, I really need therapy because I'm, I'm like not okay. I'm like definitely going to like harm myself. I was not yeah. in like a good space at all and not in a space where it's like just dark, like a space where I was like very much going to like act on this, like yeah, and no, like apologize yeah. to the people around me. Cause I really felt like there was like no escape out of it. So uh, like going to therapy is the biggest thing that I wanted to do and then I really did it and I'm on medication now and I I don't know if it's like good to say that I said this is my therapist I was like I think I'm already doing better Oh, like with things in my life I think I'm already well there's like a lot going on so I don't know like if it attributes like the medicine or like other well, like just my hormones yeah are crazy. and I think it was like a lot of pre-existing mm-hmm. stuff like we can cut this out if you want but like she Indigo like lost her dad like yeah recently and her mom's like very sick right now like trying to get better and they're all like not she's no family here so Atlanta's like kind of well this is like oh my god hearing this someone else say like my situation kind of does sound a little sad yeah but that's why you have your friends like me and indigo live like it's just so nice like she's like five floors above or i'm five floors above her and like we just go down and we just like shout out to your friends sometimes your friends are really i realized that today like my friends you could have so many people like family and olympic man like my husband, yeah. like my not her my, actual husband, but we have man. code names for a lot of people. Oh, oh Olympic my God, man yeah. is Olympic this, man is my. He's like a new. He's my man, yeah. But yeah. like, okay. Anyways, I was on a tangent. Like the people in your life that are really like I don't know. I've I've never been like a friends people, so I don't have a huge friend group. But like, really, my fucking friend. Oops, sorry. Bleep that, Gavin. My <laughs> <laughs> my friend Leo Blue, like or Poppy, Poppy. Quinn, Miss. Like Miss Flava, our everything. We love her so much. Like she really, really came through. And like I know if I needed Ethan, like he would come through. Like I'm really so grateful. I had that moment today where I was like, my medication, my friends. Like you can really hit rock bottom. And as someone, if if you're like watching this from rock bottom, I know everything I'm saying is so annoying. So you can, you know, you don't gotta even listen to this. But it's just like you will like find your friends and your purpose and things will keep keep going. And I had to come to Jesus with my man today and my friends were, I'm new, I'm newly religious. And I had this moment where I was like, I'm going to let go and let God. And I absolutely can't believe that came out of my mouth. Cause I'm yeah. not a religious person. No, it'll take you I'm there not a religious, to like f-ing help me. Like a really, really dark place. And so actually like speaking of, I'm, I'm just, this is my Olympic man. Um, section like he's the one who brought me I feel like to 
like a religious time in my life, which has yeah. brought me like closer to Ethan, closer to Poppy, closer to like my mom and those around me, closer to myself, number one. So I feel like, yeah, I'm definitely getting through the hard time and the medication is absolutely helping. So Thank much. God. I always wonder, I have such bad anxiety and I always like wonder like everyone talks about like Adderall, like my mom was always very against it. Like no. just, it's not going to help. But like mine's not bad enough. Like I'm just like, you'll know, like you'll know when it's bad enough. Like, and I, it's not been that point. Like I just relax, uh, like drink a little, like you'll be fine. Ethan, like me, shut up you. because I brought you up in therapy the other day. I <laughs> oh literally my God, told my therapist and <laughs> I was like, I would do anything to have Ethan's mental health. And my therapist is like, how did that make you feel? <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, how does that make me feel? I was like, Ethan literally like, okay, you might have like a little anxiety and you might, but you said yeah. this yourself. I, I'm not just like yeah. his struggles are his struggles, but like he said himself, like he's so grateful to like wake up. And I can't imagine I, having like a healthy mm -hmm. brain where like, I know if I work towards that, that I can get a healthy brain, but I'm people that are so blessed without yeah. anxiety and depression. Like, like you need to wake up and thank God. Okay. Now that I'm on my I, religious journey. I feel like you've had like kind of a situation like through adoption and stuff mm -hmm. and like, and then also just like stuff going on right now, it's like not been good. But, but I had like a very shitty, like crazy like situation recently yeah. and just growing up and like not not shitty, but like it was just yeah, a lot going on. Things. Like I had amazing parents and stuff, but like mm -hmm. there was just like a lot of drama and stuff. And like, mm -hmm. but mine was always like it, there was a storm around me and I was always very normal, like just not understanding like how am I like 30 years younger than these people? And like, just, they're not getting yes. it. So that's what like, I was like alone in the storm, but like I was normal. And like, I don't know. I am like thankful. I do have like a very stable like mindset. And like, I am like, I very rarely like get sad. Like I'm just like very optimistic. Like it's just life. Like you mm -hmm. have to move on. Like, yeah. And like, that's with certain situations. Like everything changes. I feel like. No, I think also with you is like, you're very good at like getting yourself up, putting yourself together, like yes. no matter what. And I feel like that's kind of like where we thrive, you and I. Like even if me and you are like we could go through an apocalypse, but like we're getting in the shower, taking our makeup yes. off and like getting into our silk sheets. It doesn't matter. Like that's just so much. It's so I, like, important. People do not understand your environment. Yeah. And I learned that because I had like I was in an environment where I could not like focus and like just be like like just straight minded. And like like now that I'm in my own place, like with my brother and like very peaceful and like like I've realized that it's so much about like your environment, and, like how you take care of yourself. And that's mm -hmm. what like you always say you take from me is I'm very much like get your ass up, like shower and work, clean a little, like get stuff done. Like it's just going to help. Like if you're mm -hmm. in a situation, you're like sad or depressed, like getting up and making your bed and like doing get just sitting on the porch, like getting fresh air, like writing in your notes, like a little journal, like that is so much of it. Like, mm -hmm. and that's what I feel like I try to put onto you. And I do think you, you, like I remember like when I met you, you you start like making your bed more mm -hmm. and like doing stuff or I would like, I just like love cleaning yeah. and like mopping and like I'm so OCD yeah. and I would like go down to Indigo's and just like mop and like clean and we would just like have a little day and right. like smoke and like it would be but fun. But trust when Ethan and I have met people who live in squalor. Yeah. But people, <laughs> when I say that, like, okay, I'm adopted. Like I can say that because yeah, I've yeah. lived in some squalor before. So like- but like, I'm not talking about a situation. I'm talking about you live in a really nice place yeah. and you treat like the things around you really, really bad. I feel like that's a, I'm not sure if that's just like a city or no, I don't think that's like a, any type of person thing, but I feel like that is definitely where we like get along on things. Like Ethan's way more on top of it than I am. Yeah. But like, I feel like our apartments are <laughs> always like at the end of the day, like <clears throat> clean, no matter what yeah. it looks like, like you have to before bed like you always yeah. have to just like clean i feel like because that's why we do interior design that's what i was gonna say like our environment is everything to us so like we both go to yeah. scad like we met through interior design well no okay we met because we live in the apartment and then randomly one day at school yeah. after the fire drill i was like oh my god i see him again like literally yes. 24 hours later and i was like we're destined to be friends this yes. is absolutely like, insane yeah no I, okay we were in the stairwell i was like come on i was like there's a fire and then i see her in the lobby and she's like hey with like her velvet her like fat like <laughs> best fat cat, cat ever love that cat like 
she's with her and then i was with little benito like my dog and then i was going into school one day and she comes walking out and i was like oh my god so we like followed each other and like slowly kind of started talking like it just like became a thing like i'm just so comfortable with indigo and like literally could tell her anything which is like the best part and we have like another um secondary co-host that will be showing up miss la quinta or sophia (laughs) sofuentes she's not here today she's about to go on a trip and she had lots to do she informed me She's and a woman of very many talents, Miss LaQuinta. She's CPR certified, fire evacuation certified. She like oh. works at Miss Rainbows and Butterflies Daycare oh, Center. Yeah. She's but really such She's, an amazing gal. Yeah. Like you and Sophia, I feel like are two people that I, I literally say this to anybody that I meet. Like you and Sophia are like my two people that I feel like I've known since high school because yeah. I'm not from here. Like hearing you say that is so sad. Like I live here and I have no family. So like if I get arrested, die, go to jail, go to the hospital, like it's literally just like me and my fat cat. So like I have to, I have to, are you adding that yeah to the i list? have a no type of podcast <laughs> topic there's a night we almost got arrested and i or like she did and i had I, to like <laughs> i actually handled that today so can we get like a shot because yes. that was march on, and i went to court it. today and i thought that i wasn't gonna make it out of that Do you, are you out yeah okay i'm gonna pour more you guys when i tell you like if your license is if your license is suspended you renew it you no. <laughs> actually actually point of all of this being don't miss court like that you it turns out no i'm this uh, this is horrible it sounds really stupid it turns out you really have to go to court you guys it's it's no joke but i know that i'm just making a little joke skis indigo i have a crippling fear of being like drugged attacked killed and like like it is i realized it was bad the other night because i've always like Gavin's back here like my brother he can attest this like I always am like saying like I have dreams about like weird stuff like people chasing me or like things like that or like I had a dream um I was in my car with Benito and someone was trying to steal my car and Benito was in there like I was getting gas and I was like I was like please I was like just like take the car just give me the dog because I was like the police will find the car or like insurance will cover that but like Benito like I have to get him and like recently i have a bad fear with like uber eats and stuff okay. because i uber eats i'm so always convinced like people will put like fentanyl in there and, like drug oh, me oh yeah and i don't know why because Probably it's like ex. people always are like nobody that's expensive no one's gonna like waste their own drugs to like drug you they don't even know you and mm, the yeah. other night i ordered like sushi and um i, I was like drinking wine and eating stuff too but like i was in the shower and i think i just started like having a panic attack and like panty my our, my heart started like racing and I thought I was like oh my god I got drugged and I was like Gavin wasn't there and I was like okay I'm gonna like I was gonna like call the cops but I was like no and I was like you're like crazy I was like <laughs> I was like it is not like <laughs> I was like it is not I'm not getting drugged like so then I just like took, I think I tried to call you you she falls asleep at like 6 p.m 6 p.m flat so yeah, I ended up being fine but I'm like getting Ethan. over it and <laughs> <laughs> it's such a I'm weird sorry for thing. laughing. Like I feel like I are you okay? That's like a, did something happen? Like where no, where can you like trace this like, back to that's exactly I was like, was I ever like attacked, chased? Like uh, never. I could put a finger on my time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you, but like I've never, so like why would no. I ever be free? Ethan, what are you talking oh, about? The, the night that, <laughs> the Chanel bag night. Yeah. Tell well, the story. Tell us Ethan, tell the story. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like this is if you guys hear this story it is so clearly coming from this it's maybe that was bad no Ethan yes and it's you just said like specifically like from Uber like you guys listen to this story like what do you so there was like a night we all it was me Sophia and Indigo and we went to Lost Dog and there was something in the air in that night like Something in the air was like the fact that we went to Lost yeah, Dog. That's she what was, was in there. Okay, Lost Dog, we have to give. It's just like a not real place. It's a bar in like Buckhead, Atlanta, like in the middle of the city. Like just nothing good happens on the grounds of that like bar. Like college bar, full college, college bar. College bar, like people fighting just. No, not even like it's just very crazy place. Like you just have to experience it. Like mm-hmm. I can't even put it into words. I would say kind of more cringy. Yeah, low key, but. 
and this is what we talk about. Everyone, yes. everyone says they hate it, including but us. Everyone goes there. Like it's so weird. It's a weird thing because it is low key fun. But like anytime you first walk in, more sober, you're like, oh my god, why like, am I here? Okay, Lost Dogs not the place that you want to be. Like, you don't want to hear people being like, we're going to Lost Dog for the weekend. Like our plans are yeah. Lost Dog. Like this place is just. It's not where you like want to go, but you always wind up there and everyone is there. So I feel like that's why it is what it is, because it's not like. Yeah. Well, so we went out and we got like very drunk this night. Like definitely a lot of us like, no, I don't I want to say blackout, but it was like very close, like almost there. And we we've gotten a lot better about this. We used to have an issue with like where we would separate and. For some reason, like Sophia went to go like see some guy. You were with Olympic someone, maybe yeah. him or like someone. Yes, Olympic and man. So me and my man's like met at Lost Dog this summer. Yeah, and this was like when we very first met yeah. and we were together. And I um I decided to leave because I know, like, I know when I'm like about to fall asleep, throw up, like I know to like leave. And in Atlanta, it's like a very big thing, like the suburbans, like <laughs> we'll get into that, but like <laughs> there's just always outside of all the bars and clubs, there's always like 10 suburbs just lined up and they like you walk up to them and they kind of like will let you have a ride or you just call it on Uber and one of them will get it and like it'll be there. And I don't know what happened. I called an Uber, but then I canceled it. And then there was like an Escalade waiting there and I <laughs> got in it. And um, one of my like friends, Maddie, I had borrowed this like purse from her. So I had that and I got in this Uber. We're like going. We get like I live five minutes down the road from this bar. Like we literally get going and we get halfway there and he turns around at me and he's like, I was like, oh, how much is it going to be? Because I didn't end up doing it through Uber. I was like, I'm just going to pay you on Venmo. Like it'll be like thirty dollars. Like I live five minutes away. Like it's three a.m. I'm drunk. Just take me home. <laughs> he turns around. He's like, oh, it'll be three hundred dollars. And I was like, sir, respectfully, I am not paying you that much money. Like like as any reasonable taxi or uber would be like okay you don't want to pay get out he decides not to let me out but to instead start driving and like holding me hostage literally and like locks ethan in the car and like, like drives off like, yeah starts driving and i'm starting to freaking out like calling sophia she's like asleep in about in an alley you're like somewhere so i'm just like and he's driving like now we're like passing my apartment. I've been in this car for 30 minutes. I <laughs> roll down the window. I questioned jumping out, but I was like, okay, if I jump out, I'm going to definitely like break a tooth, break a nose. Like something's going to happen. Like I need shot. to like figure this out. Cause I was like, do I call the cops? Like, what do you do? And then, um, we ended up getting at a stoplight and I ended up opening the door and running. And I was like running. He was like following me. I was running through alleys, like jumping over fences. Like my knees were scraped on my, sh my like Rick Owens, like all the threads were ripped. Ethan had like a thorn coming out of his ass. It was so like scary. And like, and in the process, just like literally, I didn't know what he was going to do because I was like, okay, he, I'm not doing this through Uber. Like who is he? Like Ooh. he could not be like a private driver. He mm -hmm. could be like a guy that was just trying to do something weird. Like Atlanta's full of traps and, too. Like who is this random guy? And in the process, I like left the bag in the Chanel bag in the Uber. Something happened. And it was like this whole thing. Like we tried to track him down. We called him and like we found his like company. So he was like a private driver, but it was just such like a bad, like honestly traumatizing thing. Thankfully, like, me and the girl, Maddie, yeah. I love her. I hope she's like watching. Um, we worked it out. Like I paid her back or we're working on that. And it's like slowly paying her back because it was just like such a crazy thing. Like I was like, I take accountability. Like I may have been like the wrong place, wrong time. But like I truly couldn't help that. And like that was just so scary. Like mm -hmm. I, I really thought like he was going to do something to yeah. me or like hurt me or like. And you don't and, know in that situation. Just like I never imagined I would be in the position where I was going to have to jump out of the window mm -hmm. and like like it was just horrible and that's why we now like really do not separate because no. like we forget it's like a big city there's a yeah. lot of sketchy shit going on i think on. that was like our last night separating and also like that's clearly where your like uber postmates trauma comes yeah. from yeah like you yeah. just said you like it's like funny like we laugh about it but like it's it only wasn't funny because like the situation of like ethan was borrowing the bag from someone like newly friends like just yeah. met that like like 
prior month probably not even and so like yeah, yeah when you're like that's just like it so was just, stressful for it you it was just like a fuck up and i take accountability yeah. like i think it is partially my fault but like that situation is just unavailable like ethan you, was kidnapped by his uber yeah you can't and um but i think it was just a fuck up and i learned so much like really like i we i did not go out for like two or three months after that like i really was so like just shaken up like it was just so bad but you like know that's what that guy does like he just sits yeah. at a lost paro and he like searches for like drunk because i said it's like drunk college kids like obviously he's an yes. uber taxi service in atlanta you could not be this is scam lena like you couldn't be yeah not I all of felt, them of course just, but i feel like that's just like what they do like they get in there like three hundred dollars like, it was just such and a bad then some thing. people feel sorry i feel like he, he like tried to scare you with the three hundred dollars and then some people like really get fearful and then pay that amount of money oh but like now knowing how much i'm paying her back for the bag i would have paid the fucking three hundred dollars just to right. make it home right. but like that again like i'm not you can't change yeah, it it happened learned. i learned a lot and like that's just life like as humans like you can just like go through shit, learn and like just come out stronger like mm -hmm. it's just not it's just a sucky situation, but yeah, that's kind of like the one you're in right now. I feel like, oh God, the situation I'm in now. Really. Can't um, speak about it, but I know like I did have my come to Jesus moment today where I was like, I'm letting go and I'm letting God. So whatever happens, happens. And you just come to a certain point in life where like, yeah, like it, it, things just always aren't in your control like the way that you think everything is gonna line up like sometimes things just don't go that way and you learn like okay well i should have just paid the 300 dollars because then yeah it would have been like not the chanel not, bag but you just you won't like maybe that's what you needed because you're not going to do that again you're certainly not going to yeah. do that again i'm certainly not going to no. put myself in the situation that i'm in again so like you yeah. just it just sometimes you're, because like we're young like we think yeah. like you i just look at like my parents and stuff it's like I've been through how much I've been in like 20 years. Like think about times two and a half, like 50 years. Like mm -hmm. we're just like, it's, you have to learn. Like that's how you learn. And it's just, there's no point in having like hard feelings about that kind of stuff. But I want to talk about, <laughs> do you remember Boy. when you, there was an NBA guy and um, Indigo had a, she got flown out. He had a little like, Okay, I don't remember how this happened. I knew you at this time, but you were like, Indigo had a phase where like, I want to say- It was a phase and it's over. Yeah, it's Continue. for sure over. Like, mm -hmm. I, I have not heard you speak about these guys in so long, which is yeah. why it's funny is because it's like, but there was like a few little guys in the NBA that, <laughs> the wine just like splashed on Indigo, oh. that would like- I don't know. Indigo knew, like, honestly, friends, they would just text, talk, like, talk about No, life. it is what it is. I was getting flown out. But I'm just saying it was, like, yeah. a phase that's, like, over and done with. But, like, this is how me and Ethan, our second time, honestly, our second time, maybe even our first. Yes. I think the first time that me and Ethan ever hung out, you we... It was like helping pick outfits. You were like, my flight's in an hour. Like, let's go. We have to okay, pick Okay, okay. The first time me and Ethan hung out, again, this was like a phase. I'm not in this like time in my life anymore. But but me and Ethan were hanging out and I was like, okay. I'm getting on this flight in like one hour and I have to go in a schoolgirl costume. No questions asked. Like, you this need to get like your ass kink. downstairs. Ethan's like, okay. <laughs> oh yeah it's like his it, it it's like, like his thing like he just like it's always like we have like a different like role play like yeah such as <laughs> lilo and stitch oh um, yeah a camp counselor no. <laughs> yes and, that uh, <laughs> was the weird one he wanted her to dress up as a camp girl like boy scouts girl scouts like he was the like chief executive like what the boy scouts like it was like no no he was a boy <laughs> scout and i was the camp counselor oh <laughs> Oh, one time when I, no, oh my God. When I first met him, he, wa no, this is fucked up. <laughs> what what I'm about to say is fucked up, okay? The first time I ever met, bleep this, the first time I ever met, he made me pretend I was his cousin. Oh, okay? that's weird, yeah. So like, that's how that started. And that's why that needs to be left exactly where it is. Like, that's yeah. why you like let go and let God because- that though that situation is like actually there's like the dark stuff that people talk about that's the dark side of like mm -hmm. getting flown out that's like is um, that you really subject yourself to these things that like are not 
benefiting you in any way like yes okay i'm gonna be real rotten honest for a second like i would get flown out and maybe people don't experience this and i'm just like a cracked out weirdo but i got to a certain point in my life where i was getting so much attention from the stuff that i was doing like from getting flown out from being courtside at a game from being backstage at this person's concert to where like and i had a conversation with my man about this one time where it's like excuse me like i (laughs) like that doing that does nothing but like benefiting your audience like Mm -hmm. i would be not even feeling good like we go to school for five and a half hours for studio or for some class are five and a half hours and then i would be doing stuff just to like put it on my story like or not even or you know what i mean to like of course i would want to be backstage of course i want to do these things but it's like i i honestly was like well like uh, okay when i got there i was having fun but i was like okay well this is another thing to like put out for content or content 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 but like it was really putting me in like such bad situations and and i'm really so grateful it just like always like i know it just sucked because like you would go with like these this guy, this NBA player, and they would be at like hotels getting ready for mm. a game and you would really just like hang out with them at the hotel. But then no. you would like like to go to the game, but there's like paparazzi outside, so okay. you could never go with them. Yeah. It was just like it would suck because it's like so fake. Like okay, yes. I can't be seen with you, but it's like you almost didn't want no, like to be the seen four, with them. Okay, so um I do all do all teams stay at the four seasons? Do you know? I think uh, I think I think or is that like, just a specific team? No, I think they do normally like set them up. Okay. And, like, te- okay. Yeah, well, like, there's the a, there's a team has, like, that like agreement. stays at the Four Seasons in Atlanta, and yeah, and well, also in New York, this happened too. Yeah, like, I remember the New York one. Yeah, those, I remember those paparazzi pictures. Yeah, so like it's just so uncomfortable. Like I'll be walking outside. Oh my god! One time, one time, I accidentally like had my panties in my pocket, and this was like during COVID, and oh. I went to pull my mask out of my pocket, like in front. Not obviously the paparazzi doesn't give a fuck about me, but I'm talking. It's eleven o'clock. Like I'm at the Four Seasons. There's like families like coming in and out, and I pull like my panties oh, out of no. my pocket, and I'm telling you this like almond mom gave me like the nastiest look of her i've never been so oh, ashamed no. and our apartment is like four minutes away from the four scenes i like oh yeah i, remember I just this. like got my little like uber home and i was like oh my god like that yeah. was maybe a moment where i realized things needed to change <laughs> like yeah it's not it's just you not like a fulfilling life yeah like it makes you feel like oh like the the paparazzi's outside and like that's so cool but like it's it's really not and it's actually like yeah. i think the more that i learned to love myself and like this sounds so corny but really it it really is like a very very degrading thing yeah and it really like you won't see that it's degrading until you have a life altering experience like what i'm going through right now is like life altering so i feel like i wouldn't have been able to i think a lot of people are stuck in that situation because i'm i'm being honest and like embarrassing admitting like the attention from social media when you're backstage or you're with some all of your the people in your following like I'm with this artist or people be like, you have to go and meet this person. And like, of course that's so fun. And like, I, I, I really did have fun doing that. I think like that will be my, when people ask like, Oh, how is it living in Atlanta? Like I moved in and I was upstairs. Like that's how I started. Like, or I shouldn't say names, but you know what I mean? Like it just started off on a really, really crazy journey from the start. And me as an artist, like someone who loves to draw, I'm always going to like, you know what I mean? Want to be like making art. There's just weird shit like in the world of like Hollywood and these actors. Like, did you know well, it's like Leonardo Leonardo oftenly like it's his thing to have sex to his own movies and shows. Yes, I was just listening yeah. to someone talk about this. Yes. They have to like it's put their so and weird. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I feel like I could name ball players out there who like definitely have their game on in the background. Yeah. Or like I have like come upstairs one time as a house and he was like on youtube like watching his own highlights and i i, I was like no and not his own highlights but like i don't know just i guess that's a normal person thing like he was like deep diving into like i think it's all like a, shit but i was like you're too famous for doing that i didn't think they were i think doing it's that. almost like a. I don't know it's like something with them like I don't know if they're trying to like remind the person they're having sex with like look what's on the tv like remember who i am or like 
or if it's what it yourselves. is. But did you know in our building, there's Icebox, like a huge jewelry company. Like uh, I'm pretty sure they're like nationwide. Yeah, Icebox. I think a lot of people know them. A yeah. lot, a huge one. Yeah. But one of the like co-founders or founder lived in our building in like the penthouse. What? And what was that? What? No, no, it came out of your um. It came out of your. <laughs> <laughs> it came out of your. <laughs> was it a bug? Wait. No, no, is... no. Sh- it was. It was a fuzzy. It was a fuzz. I'm wearing this comfort hat because I had a really tough day, and I so wish I could sit on this podcast and talk about it. Yeah, the real ones know, but like much. this podcast it's or like this 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 podcast. No, no, no. Okay. I'm wearing this fuzzy. Water. I'm wearing this fuzzy bucket hat because it is the only thing keeping me from no, today was the most weird insane talking and like something fell onto her face. And I think it was just like a oh, piece yeah. of fur. For the people but listening. Sorry. He, someone just attacked my Sorry. Face. We got in like sidetracked. But the yeah, he he had a penthouse in our building. And um, I heard from security like they told me one time that um, like they got he got robbed like he had obviously i don't he doesn't keep stock there of jewelry but he had like a lot of jewelry like as the founder you have a lot of like the jewelry and the security told me one time that there was like this whole thing that went on they got up to the because like our building is like like a fort like you have to get you have a fob and to get anywhere you have to like scan 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 there's like security concierge like Mm -hmm. they somehow got to one of the penthouse floors broke in and like robbed his whole place which is okay hold on you're saying somehow like our concierge aren't sitting down there eating cherry candies and like rolling (laughs) backwards what no yeah our concierge (laughs) there's like a few good ones a few crazy ones okay ethan says that but our concierge are like definitely downstairs scrolling through tiktok like eating cherry candies they do not give a rat's ass about anything i bet it they were in on the setup oh yeah i bet thousand percent that's like at least hundreds of thousands, probably like, like they probably you. ended up getting like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars of jewelry. Fuck. I'm sure those robbers could have paid off security. Yes. Someone in the building, there's a lot of workers there. Okay, that's like, have um, you heard about the security theory in our building that he's like dead somewhere? Or are you the one that told me that? <laughs> Someone he's told dead? me the craziest. Was that not you? He's dead. I don't know someone I and honestly now it's like this is a stupid story because I don't can't really get into it I don't know the details but I swear someone was telling me something so weird like they like our security just like disappeared like off the face of the earth oh, like no. not like even as a human like not like he just stopped working at our building he like disappeared oh, off no, the face no. of the earth like he's I, missing we had this like security guard he was security. so amazing like always he was like so good what? and like we're fine the building's under like new management and um they now the new management has like a much better budget i think but the old management they cut him because they didn't want to pay him enough and like he told me about it but it was like sad but i was like like cut why would you cut the expense of a security guard like that's what you need like cut the expense of like the gardening or something like yeah we have the most rude concierge like even got stuck in the elevator one time and i honestly like i think they were just watching him from like the little security thing laughing i i would not be surprised do you know something that i do not understand and i just figured this out the other day and it put me for a boggle like i just smoked i saw this on tiktok i was like no way did you know that helium like from balloons we once it pops it escapes through the atmosphere and we never get it back so we will run out one day okay but is that that interesting no but listen <laughs> listen how how did like okay wait. <laughs> <laughs> hold on i'm like <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no explain he, explain i'm being no, i'm helium, just kidding like, don't change topics <laughs> keep going on the helium we can cut this out but it just boggled <laughs> me because like how does like how did we capture this helium if on our special little rock planet, like how did helium, like how did we find this if it's constantly like rising and escaping through gaps in our galaxies? No, how often does this cross? I your know mind? it sounds so boring, but like just think no, about not it. Like, boring. Helium, like once, think about how many balloons just like the okay. Kardashians have at a f-ing birthday party. Like okay. once all of they pop all of those. Once right. that helium goes, we can never get it back. Like one day we will run out. And that's what like really threw me for a loop was like like you're saying we only have so much helium yeah. on this planet. And wait, th- is that a fact? I think. And we look at Gavin. There's like 
holes in our galaxy so it just keeps rising rising and then escapes and goes into like is out. that why helium is so bad i don't know but i heard about it and it really like threw me for a loop I okay was guys like, we are an anti-helium podcast no I, and I we're love gonna it, start but. doing no we should i mean that should like we should bring more awareness to this <laughs> i've never heard that okay this is something i want to talk to you about do you remember did were you on snapchat in like 2017 like high you would have been like high school or like yes. yeah do you remember i was just thinking about this do you remember dr miami like this was a thing dr miami was like on snapchat and he would like actively like document film the surgeries like showing everything oh, i mean i think he no. put like stickers over the nipples but like I remember it was like a thing in like high school. Like we we would all like watch it like on Snapchat, just casually filming, like shoving the tube, doing the BBL, like gory, like blood and all. Like it was and like he was doing this on Snapchat. Yes, like his um. I only know of him now. No, he was like. But you have to remember, like where I lived. Like I lived yeah. in Maine. There's no such thing as a BBL in Maine. There, this was like um King Kylie, like. When Kylie was like with Tyga, like that era. Okay, like, yeah. No, like I was like a senior in high school. The lip kits, like this was like no, that I didn't, era. No, but that's still because I like lived in Maine. I'm so like, even, okay, like where I'm from is years behind. Like, I don't think people in Maine, like, okay, we got Uber in like a couple years ago. Like, we are very like far behind on stuff like that. So like, yes, I knew the Kylie lip kit, but like, did I ever have one? No. No, yeah. But like, or was I like, even I didn't even think about a BBL until I came to Georgia. Oh, Actually, wow. I didn't even think about a BBL till I came to Atlanta. It's crazy. Like, and I don't. Our building. If you travel anywhere in the world, there's no BBL in sight. There's no like major body surgery. Of course, there's, you know, people alter themselves everywhere, but it's not like the common it's thing. The, it's just here. And that, whenever I'm anywhere else, people with bodies like that, like. It looks so unhinged. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like, okay, whenever I go to the, um, well, off topic, because I love, like, people look so good when they get body surgery, and I'm here for it. Yeah. And, like, if I have a baby one day, like, I might get body surgery. Yeah, like so, mommy makeover, tummy tuck. Yeah. Like, like, well, no, not, I mean, maybe like I'd get like my boobs done or something, but I don't yeah. think I personally, I would ever You've like always do, like said no BBL. No, no, no. Cause I think it's just like such a trend, and I already think people are like, starting to regret it which is so unfortunate because if you're yeah. spending so much i mean imagine like going through major surgery like that because you're so unhappy with your body and you're still unhappy which is like a mind thing which whole different yeah. topic but i feel like with that like in other countries like the chains like okay also i date someone who's like that but i constantly think about that like Atlanta is such a place Atlanta's where, like, you, everyone city. wants to be seen. Everyone wants to be seen so bad. And I'm not from a place yeah. like that. So, like, <clears throat> I didn't grow up. Like, it's only been a couple of years that I've, like, it's, I only figured out about Dr. Miami this year. Wow. Yeah. I know him Like, I, did, I thought he was just, like, a new TikToker. Also, I'm new to TikTok. I'm, yeah, I could just be so behind on new. stuff. On like Instagram, everywhere, all of our stuff is linked. So Instagram yeah. or Indigo's TikTok isn't linked, but like you'll find her Instagram, her yeah. like all that's on there. I think I love to post my own stuff, but I'm I'm like selfish in a way where it's like I'm not like up to date on everything else unless it's like YouTube people. Because I was like, yeah. that's the only thing to do in Maine is like I was on YouTube my entire life. Like Trisha Paytas, like all of our loves, like growing up, like 20 when did you start watching YouTube? I don't, it was, I've been watching it like since a long time, like probably since I was like 10. Okay. 10. Who was like the first person you watched on YouTube? Um, Crazy, right? I don't know. Okay. Like mine, I feel like had to have been. The Annoying Orange, honestly. Fred. Fred. <laughs> oh yeah. Fred. Fred. The Annoying Orange was huge and Fred. Oh, the Annoying, oh, like the Gummy Bear song. Like the, you know what I mean? Oh, like you would yeah. go on YouTube. Like I miss that it era. It was a way different. Like, no, yeah. it was such a like innocent time. But then it was like 2018 was like the Paul brothers, like the vlog squad, Trisha, Tana, like all of our. And well, I don't know. Like I, I, I claim Atlanta cause I did like, I didn't grow up in the perimeter, which is I like don't. in Atlanta, but like I grew up near Atlanta and like. I do like like it. It's a lot, but like I have every intent on like getting out of here when I can. I really want to like move to LA. I just love it there. Like the 
the weather, the like vibe. And like, I think you kind of did too. You were like mentioning New York or LA. Mm -hmm. I just like don't understand Atlanta. I feel like uh, it's just like it, LA, like you have the weather. Like, yeah, it's like kind of shallow. There's a lot of like weird going on, but like the weather, like mm -hmm. Atlanta is just like humid. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So normally if you would have asked me this question before going to therapy, I could have ranted for an hour about Atlanta. Yeah, you were. But my after therapy and like antidepressants tell me like it's just not my place. Yeah. And it really has nothing to do with any other fact than like there is no beach here. There is no beach here. And for someone who like I'm not trying to be dramatic, but for someone who. OK, I had a rough childhood, but then I had the beach. So like that is my escape. And without the beach, I really feel like there is a theory behind why there is a lot of anger here. And not mm. that there just needs to be a beach, but I mean like activities that are not clubbing and going to the studio for 8 a.m. Again, these are just my personal experiences and yeah. I don't have family here. So for me, like I can't wait to get out of this place, but I can't hate on this place because I understand that would be like someone being like, Maine is trash is that I hate like and there's a lot of history here so I understand like it's such a like significantly important place where I can't just be like I hate it so much but it's just not <laughs> the you. place for me and but to say it really I nicely. don't know I think like never like hate where you live like you've mm -hmm. learned so much and grown so much right here. like it's a huge part of your life like whether you like it or not like when 20 years from now you're gonna remember like mm -hmm. Atlanta like oh my god like yes also like happened. Just being in the state of like being grateful. I know someone from North Korea at my school. Oh, yeah. I know someone literally from North Korea. And when I met that girl in New York on a school trip, my perspective forever changed. And I really like, um, actually, shout out her. Her name is Grace Joe. You guys should go watch. She does like TED, I think she's been on like multiple news interviews and TED Talks. She's like really an amazing person to watch. And that's like, what speak about her thing it just makes you realize that things could be a lot worse like that's why i say i'm not happy in atlanta but i'm not living in north korea although they and, do feel the same sometimes um i'm kidding cut that out <laughs> <laughs> um mary i'm gonna and we'll insert a picture but me and indigo and sophia love this girl her name's mary magdalene she's <gasps> the cutest like best person mary. we'll like put a little picture but um it's she perfect. was just on live because she's in the u.s getting her getting like her boobs big again mm -hmm. and um explain her better though so okay mary uh, you just have to almost like research her on your own but um she's like i don't know kind of obsessed with like bimbofication like body body modifications mm -hmm. like he like huge boobs like just it's like a thing like she likes that and um She's had like a crazy life, but I don't think she's a citizen in the U.S., but she came here to get her surgery and um, she almost got deported because she lives in Mexico right now. Mm -hmm. She almost got deported, like trying to get in. And like she was like crying on live. She was like, it was so scary. Like she was like, people do people take for granted, like how hard and how lucky it is to like be a citizen here. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm having like a hat malfunctions. <laughs> My hat just started attacking me. Okay. To speak on this topic, my sister lives outside of the U.S. right now, and she's constantly saying that, like, how hard it is. She's a U.S. citizen, and yeah. she can't even, like, get back into the country because, or I don't, okay, I'm probably saying this whole story wrong, Saffron, I'm sorry. But, like, she is saying that, and also I feel like people, like, glorify being, myself included, outside of the U.S. so much. Yeah. But, like, our access to things is insane yeah, and like no, how know. modern and tweaked everything is for like us to like live a better life i feel like is very underappreciated you just like no like americans like we can't even like fathom like begin to what wrap our heads like around like how lucky we are but um i don't know i mean we were i was born here so i didn't really yeah like, no i was born in the u.s okay u.s citizen yes but like I think just when you travel, it gives you a good perspective on like, yeah. you can take things like there's certain things that I like about not in Atlanta, but like certain things I like about the US, of course, and living here. But then I really do wish, you know, we were like a little bit less surgery focused, a little bit less diamond, big chain, um, like everybody look at me. Clout. Like, clout yeah, yeah. And just like, uh, and obviously the story I told about like 
the NBA player, like myself, victim to all of that too. Not like, oh, everyone's just no, a cloud chaser. This is like, not a bragging. You like see why it like the second that I come from Europe, even, and I get back into Atlanta, my road rage and my eating habits and everything yeah. is so bad. Just because, like, when you have so much access to something, it becomes not a good thing. Out. I want to go to Europe. I've never. I've only been to like, um, the. Virgin I or no like the US British for no the yeah. British like that's the only time I left the country oh and Argentina but, mm-hmm. but like I want to go to Europe everyone's like you can eat so much cheese so much milk like and be like glowing skin like it's just the food is so much better there everyone yeah, the says food tastes amazing except for like our snacks because they have all the yeah. preservatives it's and the one thing like getting chips there are nasty and I've heard ice like everyone's like all I want is like an ice cold glass of oh, water. Oh no. It's I'm, room temperature hot. Like No, I'm like a weirdo. It. I hate ice. I love like a good room temp like water more than oh, I, I love I'm, like ice. About your I like fill my whole thing. I don't know. I'm an ice person. Actually, I feel like recently I've gotten into ice probably because <laughs> we're gonna have to kind of start wrapping it up. Yeah. Um that went so fast, see. I know. Um that went that did go fast. So um, there is a story I like, I don't think I've ever told you this and we'll like insert pictures for like context, but there was a night, this was like when I first moved to Atlanta. Are you looking? Sorry, I had to fix that. Okay, I'm so sorry. So there is a story I like have never told you. I like, mm-hmm. I just have, I don't know. It's like never came. I don't think I've told you, but this was like when I first like moved into the building, I was like new to Atlanta. I was like, just starting to go out and like go like to the bars and stuff and like it was like me and Sophia and like a few other like friends and we had gone out and then there this night there was like a huge party on like our rooftop of our apartment building like you can rent it and throw like a big party and like Mm -hmm. a lot of the residents will go I've never been to one but like a lot of them do go and at the time I've been like in the same apartment the whole time but at the time across from me it was like these younger guys they were all probably like 25, like mid 20s. Mm-hmm. And they were um, like, it was like roommates. And I like hadn't seen like the one guy and like seen him and talked to him a little like in the hallways. But mm-hmm. there was a night where I can't remember like what exactly happened. We'd got back from like the bar and we'd like go up to my floor. The doors open. There's just a guy laying on the floor with no shirt on. A pile of throw up in front of him and then one sock on and pants. And me and Sophia were like, okay, first of all, like, why did God make us find him? We're like blacked out, like taking pictures. Like, is he dead? Like, do we help him? Because like, you know, like just in that state of mind, you're not thinking logically Mm -hmm. like, wait, we actually need to like. Look, Quinta's like putting it on her Snapchat story for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So we like found him and then. He's literally just like asleep, like laying there with like the most perfect like spew of throw up in front of him and like asleep. And then I'm just like, oh, my God, like, what are you doing? (laughs) And we end up like calling the concierge. We're like, um, there's like a guy like dead or asleep on like my floor. And um, and the concierge starts trying to come up. And then we go into my apartment for a minute to, like, put down our bags, take off our shoes, and, like, meet the concierge back out there. Mm -hmm. We get back into, like, the little lobby area. The guy's gone, and the door's just open. It's just the concierge. And we're like, like, where did the guy go? And then the concierge was like, no, I think it's this guy. And he, like, ended up finding him. Like, they ended up sorting it out and, like, cleaning it. Oh, no, the guy, I remember now, we were, like, like, the drunk girls that were with I was with was like you and he ended up he was like picking the throw up up with his hands and like carrying it to his apartment and throwing it away and I was just like oh no 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 and I was no, like okay he's in the building of I was like spectacles yeah I was like he's alive like I'm just gonna like he's got to figure it out like I don't know I can't help Ethan has this drunk persona and her name is Mary oh, yeah. and Mary derives from Mary Magdalene Pickles, who we the mentioned earlier. And he has this thing where like, okay, look, Quintus, our friend, Sophia, you guys will meet her. She is always Snapchatting, but Mary's always yelling something like Mary is Ethan when he's drunk and Mary. Ethan like grows a BBL the size of yeah. Tokyo. Like I'm, I'm, t- I'm, he just gets this persona of like 
I don't even know how would you explain Mary. Okay. Like Mary's so this funny. This came about because like the girl I was talking about, Mary Magdalene, she goes like live a lot. And like when I'm drunk, I do like kind of like resemble her, like not kind in of. looks, no, but like he does. personality. He just, he, okay. It all happened because one night we were at Ibiza, mm-hmm. this club. And Ethan was trying so hard. We were with our, our friends, the Clonks. And Ethan was trying to get into the back seat. And he just repeatedly, I mean, I was peeing laughing like it's not that funny. But he just was like saying that he couldn't get into the car because his BBL was like too yeah, big. No. But he really meant it. Insert the video. Mary, Mary, you can One do touch. it. Move around. No, you, I need a grip. No, I need a grip because I'm gonna break the last move around. Need a Come on. Move around. Mary. My ass to the Okay. <laughs> I Ethan since then like just has developed this personality when he's drunk like i love when mary comes out and oh and i don't know why but whenever i'm drunk like i just call him mary like that really because i really what i really do see him as a thick bbl woman like i'm not being funny like mary really comes out i don't think i have like a drunk persona i don't i'm not like a big drinker we have these like sayings too that like we just hold on to like wise guy like someone will say something when we're pre-gaming and suddenly like Ethan like Mary will like we just attach to these words and we'll be like okay like I don't no, know like, how to um, explain it like wise bueno. guy muy bueno like yeah. no like we just insane, have these no? things insane no? Lynette Scavo Lynette, oh like, it's currently Lynette Scavo she's just me and Sophia were on like a Desperate Housewives kick like it was my first time seeing it like the best show but like Lenescova was just the funniest part to us because like Love just Lynette. her. But um yeah, it was just I don't know. The nights out are crazy. And Sophia's birthday is actually coming up on the sixth to speak of. So we'll have really? some stories from that. Oh, just I'm well, I don't know if you're gonna go, but um so anyways, um we hope we gave like a little bit of an introduction to ourselves. Um each episode will be like crazier and more in detail, but I kind of want to like lay out a little bit of like, you know, who we were, like what was going on. Yeah. Um, our plans. We really just like, I don't know. It's just kind of a passion project. We'll see where it goes. Um, I don't know. I, would I feel love, like we're, mo- wait, sorry, what were you saying? I would love to just like see it go somewhere. I mean, I love like, I'm, I care about this. Like, I feel like we're very like passionate and like could really we have good conversations and like, I don't know, it's a little bit of a like project. And, um, with this first episode, like there's so much on my list I have to get into. That's just like crazier than like anything we talked about today, but I was just kind of trying to ease into it. Let, um, you know, like set down a little layer of base knowledge about us. Mm -hmm. And, um, do you have any last words? I was going to say, I'm so happy we're doing this. Like, yes. I think it's just more so for the fact of like, because we said we're going to do it. Like, yeah. okay, do we think this is going to get like a ton of views? No. Like, you know what I mean? But like it's, right now we're just like sitting and just like enjoying our little, like Ethan and I sit on my couch. I like, sometimes it's like four in the morning, three in the morning, two in the morning. I feel like this is like our debrief a, session that we're just like yeah. letting people into. No. Yeah. We do always have, always and that's like where it stemmed from was like one night, the night. Oh my God. I have to say this really quickly. There was a night. It was like 3 AM, 4 AM. Like the guy, like everyone that went out with us that night was asleep. For some reason, me and Indigo were like up awake <laughs> and we had like a two hour, like just conversation on her couch and then Wait. a car crashed into the side of the building Tristan yeah that night Tristan and we had to get him out of my fucking bed yeah and um oh yeah we were cut that out sorry we were debriefing like on my couch and yeah. and a full where me and Ethan are always just like the last people up when we're drunk because like our friends will like go and hook up with people and then it's just always like me and Ethan like just on the couch like rolling like spewing things to i each just other. saw um i just saw him out recently at the bar i sent you a video i saw this guy and i was like oh. ethan loves to take a video right in someone's face like oh yeah zoom in on them but they never they never know he's like fully in the background like commenting I'm like it's so so funny, good so. i love having like videos for the next day to look at and i'm always so good at like getting good mm-hmm. pictures of just like the funny things going on like mm-hmm. There's just so much we'll get into, but 
Um, I hope you guys enjoyed if we have any viewers yet, but this again, we'll just see where this goes. It's a little passion thing. A little passion hope project. You enjoy the first episode. <laughs> and Nico had a very hectic day, so I'm so glad she's at, she's here. Um maybe we'll get into that eventually, but um I hope you enjoyed the first episode. Thank you for watching. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.